Bonjour. Welcome to the latest episode of Indian Way with Johnny R. The podcast that records live from the southern shore of the mighty Red Lake. I'm your host, Johnny R. Obviously. And today we have a very special guest all the way from um, Montana. I don't know if it's popular Montana, but he's, he's a Montana boy, gentleman that I've worked with uh, many times on the road uh, doing comedy. He's a, a good friend of mine. We had, he's also featured in our um, Res Comedy documentary. So um, as soon as he clicks on here, we will be ready. I invited him on the, the Zoom, the Zoom thing. So, um, but uh, today's episode is brought to you by Hustle Tribe, Chase Manhattan, and his uh, clothing clothing company down in uh, Minneapolis, where I got this from. I also have a pair of socks here somewhere from Hustle Tribe. Check them out on Facebook. Also brought to you by Tashina Branchard designs which is also on facebook look her up it's where i got my beautiful cup from uh, i also got this beaded red lake my my kind of logo-ish from uh mrs beverly prentice miigwich beverly also uh who else is there uh also brought to you by rc sounds with uh west and dan jordan and mike needham they got their own uh their own sound company with providing uh, awesome sound service for powwows, weddings, uh, any celebration. So look them up on Facebook, RC Sounds. Also brought to you by Rizdog Productions, who will be, I think he's at the uh, Northern Lights Casino tonight and tomorrow playing all the uh, anti-hits. We'll, we'll call them the anti-hits. Because all the music he's going to play is going to have all the aunties out on the dance floor. Giving her hell. So uh, go check out Res Dog Productions and Northern Lights Casino in the Cabaret, I believe it is. That's a fancy word for beer joint right inside the casino. So that's where the Res Dog will be this, this weekend. All right, I'm waiting for uh, Beef to answer my uh, answer my Facebook click to join our meeting here so but uh everything else man it's pretty how about that weather out there huh pretty intense did it did it did it get you because it got me well not really but i'm all right with my um suburban and uh silverado we're gonna be all right you know get in in and out of the woods because that's where where i live right now on the shores of the mighty red lake so that's where that's where i will be uh, oh man he needs a meeting id and password let me see all right let me see what we got here in this computer okay there we go hello there there donovan beef r shamble how was your travel in good man we uh kind of hit some snow the closer we got this way and uh roads are pretty snow packed right now it was about a eight hour trip for us uh, but yeah it was, it was good 
Dang, eight hours, huh? Jeez. I can't imagine driving through the plains. Was it snowing all the way then? No, uh -uh. Huh? it snowed a little bit when we first got into North Dakota. And then um, kind of turned to rain when we got to Minnesota. And it started turning to snow when we started coming north. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I hate that driving from Montana through North Dakota and back to Minnesota. It's just so so unpredictable sometimes, man. I just don't know what you're getting into. And there's nothing there, too. Like, there's no scenery. There's nothing to look at. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. That's true. But um, so uh, you got a big show tonight. You, Rob, and Tanya Joe Hall are going to be uh, – Providing some uh, entertainment for Cedar Lakes Casino. Is that your first time at Cedar Lakes? Yeah, last time we were over here, we were down in Walker. And um, I think Rob had mentioned something about Cedar Lakes. Like they were they were trying to do a show up here or something like that. And um, yeah, then I got the call from, from Joe. Uh, is it Joe Wynn? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I got the call from Joe and uh, to come over in November. I think this was back in September and I was like I was like yeah man let's do it oh yeah man they, they put on a good show over there I like the I like how well um uh Leech Lake Gaming ha handles their their shows and takes care of their um takes care of their uh people man and it's really good to see that um you know up north man they, they really take care of us over there and one of my favorite spots to go to so where are you at right now I am in Red Lake, Minnesota. I'm about about 55 miles from you, but I was going to go down that way and check it out, but I'm not too sure about uh, the roads now, so I'm going to, I don't know about making it to the show, but I really want to because uh, I know uh, they can really pack them in down there. That that area is pretty um, pretty intimate, you know, when you get on stage and you get all them people in there, you can feel all that, all that, uh, all that Indian, Indian around the area, and it just uh, really really exciting to to be in that that place sometime well all the time for me so uh so what you got yeah. planned for the what you got planned for the day then um just kind of hanging out i came over with my dad and uh another friend of mine is actually is shooting a documentary it's not about me or about comedy it's actually about about kind of some stuff going on back home uh and it's really, um, he's seen a show of mine mm -hmm. and he told me to keep it in the loop. I did a local show for, it was like a fundraiser or something. And um, he said to keep him in the loop that he wanted to film some of my next set, like like professional film. Uh -huh. He's his done stuff has been on um, National Geographic. Um, so like he's a, he's a documentary film guy anyways, but. So, so I let him know about this one, and then we got one next weekend in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Um, and so I let those two. And I, I'm flying over for that one, so I told him this one would probably be the better one to come to because we were driving, and he could jump in. And so, yeah, us three came over, and uh, we're just we're just kind of hanging out, waiting. Um, maybe go check out Bemidji's, only 14 miles away, so they got a mall over there. Might go check it out. Okay, yeah. See the sights, man. It's pretty, pretty nice area. I don't know how the the weather is down there, but today up here it's it's blowing all over, and I I'm I'm scared to go out, man. It looks it doesn't look too bad. Um, 
The roads look snow packed a little bit. Looks like they're starting to melt too, though. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, with that documentary, it just uh, makes me think about the one we did. I don't know if you got to watch it yet. It was uh, not quite what I wanted, but it's you know, it has to come out. We we had to show people that there's actually a, a film that we made. You know, with all the money that was invested in. It was. I just so what was missing? It. Um, it just uh, you know the the coloring was a little faded, and you know a lot of the um the the titles weren't on some of the the those that we interviewed and some of the uh like when we interviewed um charlie mullock we have we on the title it has him in Wa- tacoma washington or not tacoma uh what is that other washington where von eagle bear was and oh, we, spokane. yeah spokane washington we have charlie mullock in spokane but he was actually in montana and there's a lot of a lot of the things that i went through with uh when i first saw it you know, I, I wasn't it, nothing what I wanted, but it, it just got to a point where there was like a creative difference thing where we couldn't agree on things and he had everything over there and I couldn't get what I wanted done. And then I finally acquired the footage last about a year ago. And then it took me another few months to be able to upload it because it's such a such a huge file. You know, he sent me a, a five terabyte um, external hard drive. So I had to find something where I could upload it and took me a while to get this laptop to to open everything up and then when I got in there you know it got to a point where man that's a lot of work you know I'm I'm like an amateur video producer and this is like full-on movie production type stuff so I figure you know we'll show it and then uh, we got some people interested in uh, finishing it up for us but um, it's just been a long six years man I just needed it out there so yeah so aside from the, aside from like the, uh, I don't know if you want to call it cosmetic stuff, like names, things like that, um, like the storyline, all of that stuff, is that, is that kind of what you expected? Is that, did that play out how you wanted it to? Yeah, I like the, you know, people um, sharing their stories was the main thing we wanted to, to get out there. And our um, premiere we had a couple of weeks ago, a lot of people really were really um, receptive to that, you know, a lot of couple of people got emotional watching it you know hearing other stories and you know i think i want that might have been my third or fourth time watching it and that's the thing that sticks with me is everybody's story is different but but and, but we're all the same somehow it just all comes together you know even though we we're all from different areas and we all we all believe that um you know the the humor is like a, a coping slash healing mechanism that we use and that's pretty much all i wanted to be to be shown yeah yeah watching watching um you know watching everybody uh you know tell their tell their story tell i don't know there's just something that's uh something about um native comedians you know where it's just like uh or or watching watching any comedian i guess kind of talk about their journey like that's for me, it's inspiring, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really like, like, man, I know what that guy's talking about or, you know, uh, it's just, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, it was, uh, quite the journey to get, because I remember our first meeting about it was like June of 2015. And then we did all the, the fundraising and stuff and hit throughout September. We got back October 12th of 2015. And then, you know, almost six years to the day, you know, we finally able to, to premiere it, but uh, 
it was um you know there's some things in there that were uh like a little questionable that i i i wanted to maybe get pulled you know like uh you know charlie and tito were doing their uh indian thing there you know they got a little thick with the accents and i don't know if that's uh <laughs> that should have been you know it's just the way we laugh though you know because i i was thinking about it from a, an outsider's view you know they probably think of it uh by being insensitive but shit you just left it in there and people were were really uh receptive to that too man that just how we how we joke around and figure that just you know leave more of that stuff in there you know yeah man that's the essence of uh who we are and what we do you know i don't think you need to hide that or edit it yeah it was um pretty uh first time i watched it i i didn't like it and then the second time was okay i i can it was just the anger when i first watched it it was just you know, the frustration of not being able to see it after you know i think i got first time i saw it was like five years in and then after a while i started being more receptive to it you know let the anger get away because you know the differences i had with the our, our producer there and i let that get the best of me but you know i think it you know just that little touching up with the audio and uh not the audio but like the um the coloring and one thing i wanted more in there was the actual comedy you know because i know our show we did in uh, uh newtown with tito and uh actually uh, dennis gaxiola was with us that time i don't know why he, he was too busy um doing his thing there but uh yeah that show in uh newtown was that was like a real solid solid night of comedy and then um it just th there wasn't enough comedy in it for even when we did our show with uh casey and chad charlie in seattle you know he didn't put in any of that in there and that's kind of what i wanted more of so that was my one of my complaints All right yeah yeah i noticed that watching that i was like there's not too much there's not too much uh sets in here you know mm -hmm. there's a lot of talking a lot of you know but yeah that would have been uh that'd have been nice to see if there was more more of somebody set in there yeah yeah so hopefully that's uh, another thing we can add into it because I know there are people interested in finishing it off, you know, adding more and just, you know, professionally go through it, I suppose. And that's just one of the, the main things that I, I wanted to be done. But yeah. So so how's your uh, your comedy journey going so far, man? You know, with the pandemic and stuff, it looks like you're you're thriving. You're you're back out on the road and living the dream, brother. You know what? It's it's been good, man. Uh, it just kind of as of recently started to pick back up, um, which is crazy because back home things are are they're still kind of in limbo, man. Uh, some things are shut down. The tribe is in uh, what we call phase one right now, where only essential employees are at work, and it's only from the hours of ten to two. Uh, the school. So this past, uh, what was it? Wednesday, the girls got home Wednesday from school and they had, um, you know, they had informed us that that was, they, they ended everything, uh, sports, my, my daughter's basketball season. Um, they had like, they had like two, they call them, they call them jamborees and it's not really a tournament. It's like all the local teams kind of meet, um, you know, at these different schools, Brockton, Poplar, Wolf Point, and they kind of play each other, you know, and, and they call mm -hmm. them jamborees. And so. Oh, you got 
cut off. Oh, what happened? Okay, you're back. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yep, there you go. Okay. Um, yeah, no, like uh like I was saying, like it just it just kinda as of recently started to pick back up and um you know people starting to do live shows again and live crowd and take it as long as I can get it. So Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much where where I am at. I'm at a point where it's I think the last decent show I had was right before everything shut down, like February 2020. As the last time I really felt that rush, you know, of a big, a big crowd that just, you know, feeling it. And, you know, was that going on 20 months now? And I'm just, you know, I think it's uh time to maybe sit back and try other things. You know, I'm trying to get into podcasting more now and then uh, get back into writing and doing videos because the, the the comedy thing it just it seems like everybody is scared to come out you know of course but uh it's just not uh, the way it used to be and it's just uh it's not really not many opportunities around especially up here you know the only opportunities we get are with uh leech lake like you guys are doing tonight and they do those you know, maybe quarterly so i'm just uh sitting back trying to dig into something else until Till it till it all happens again, you know. It's pandemic is <laughs> is uh is killer for artists, man. For sure. No, I hear you. I hear you on the writing piece, man. Like I uh I kind of just started to get back on this writing kick just because, dude. I've been I've been going over the same set for probably the past God five five years now, and uh. I, I first noticed it back in, uh, I did a thing in September and, uh, September and October, I did another show and I was, uh, you know, when you first write something, you know, like when you write a good, uh, you know, like a good joke and like, you're, you're excited to get on stage and tell it. And, uh, that, that lasts for so long to where like, you ever tell a joke too much and it's like, I don't even want to tell this joke. Yeah. It's dumb now, you know, like you've heard it too much. And like, that's kind of where I was getting with, with almost my whole set. So it was like, man, you got to get back to, get you back to writing, you know, start, uh, start getting creative and um, probably about the last, oh, last three weeks or so, I've kind of been on this cave, uh, waking up in the morning, drinking my coffee and just, you know, writing material. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, there are times where, um, where you have that, um, uh, like the enthusiasm, where something comes, something an idea pops up. You know, I put it on my phone. Something comes up again. I just grab my phone, put everything in there, and shit. I haven't done that since about maybe springtime. You know, because nothing's really clicking anymore. You know, I don't know if it's uh, because Trump's not in office anymore, or <laughs> yeah, nobody to make fun of anymore. Or what? But I just haven't had the the creative juices flowing for comedy and it's kind of bothering me. So maybe it's just time to step back and try something else until, until all that creativity comes back, you know? 
Yeah. No, I think, I think, you know, like with anything else, man, like they, uh, you know, we get in, especially artists, um, you know, they, they, they get in ruts, you know, where it's like, uh, cause I, I know what those ruts feel like, where like I try to write and I try to write and everything like is stupid. Nothing is like, like, well, that's not, that's not going to work. And, you know, I've even written stuff where like, uh, at the time I thought it was, Oh, this is good, man. I can't wait. You know, and I could see myself doing it on stage and all that. Then I'll go back and read it like two days later. And, and like, like, Oh, this is, this is crap, man. This ain't never going to work, you know? And, um, but yeah, then, and then there's those days where it's like, Oh, this is gold, you know? And, and honestly, like, you don't know, you never know what's going to work until you get out there and you try it, you know? And it's like, Oh, wow, that didn't work. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to dress up the intro more, or maybe I need a, a, a better plug right here, or, or this needs a punchline, you know? And, and I found that with some of my material too. So like when, uh, um, it was, it was something about drafts or what I was talking about drafts. I had this whole skit on drafts and, uh, I realized like when I first broke it out, telling it like, like it's got no, there's no punchline. It's like, you know, there's no, like you, you, you have the buildup and all of that. And like, people are waiting, you know, and then you just kind of leave it high and dry. And so, so like, like, yeah, yeah. And so like, those are, those are things where I don't know, like I, I enjoy that, you know, like the testing new material and the, you know, what do I got to do to doctor it? You know, I think that's, that's part of this art. So yeah, the last time, a couple times I was out, man, I was, I was trying new stuff and it, it, it just didn't fly, man. And the the last few shows I've been doing, it, just the, the stuff that, that happens while I'm on stage, you know, a, a thought pops up and I go with that and that that's working and, and I'm scared to, to go up there and not have anything and just to try and rely on, you know, my not so quick wit anymore you know it's just it, it's it's a gamble sometimes because the last time i went up it was just it was just terrible and i i didn't feel it and that's why i've been thinking you know maybe it's time to, to step back and try something else and it just uh you know the love the love for it is 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 fading i suppose because it's not there like i want it because man i want to go to sold out rooms every night and just you know just talk shit and that's the best part of this is you just get to go out there and talk shit and everybody has to listen to you because you have the mic and you know sometimes it clicks and sometimes you feed off the crowd and being able to feed off the crowd is is what keeps me going you're know, like Hulk Hogan back in the day you know is feeding off that right. energy and it, the energy just hasn't been there and I don't know it just uh I don't know I'm I'm uh you know just looking at other things right now but you know I'm just glad to see you guys are coming up this weekend and I, I really want to make it down there. I'm trying to get down there, but uh, I got to find my seat first. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, it's, it's just, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's part of the, all of that's part of the game. You know, I've had, I've had shows like that too, where it's, you go up and I don't know, man. I, I, I have this thing like where I try where I try, like, like if the material's not jiving, uh, you know, I start doing my crowd work. You know, I'll pick out somebody, not not really to, to, to clown them, but just to, like, uh, you know, like a simple question, like, so what do you do? You know, and that, mm -hmm. and that can spark other things, like, like older material, you know, or you see a couple sitting together and, 
And it's like, so how long you've been together? And then like that, uh, you know, like it just kind of gets, I found that when you, when you get the audience involved, like it's more like they really take to that, you know, um, when they feel like they're part of the show or something like that. So that, that's kind of something I've been trying to incorporate the last couple, uh, last couple outings is like, like crowd work, man, work your crowd, you know, because that, that really don't require any of your, your written stuff. Like that stuff is all, you know, just kind of quick wit. Um, and really, man, like the audience is funny too. Like their, their answers, their, you know, some of them are pretty, uh, man, they kind of make the show. So. Yeah. There's a couple, couple shows where I had, um, couple people that wanted to participate and I ended up having to uh you know deal with them like a heckler and that, that kind of that kind of set off like a uh, thing in me where I could just keep going off of that and I, that that worked but it seemed kind of seemed kind of mean to me but it was you know the crowd was into it and that was uh it was actually uh I suppose being a mean jerk my wife calls me so that's uh that's pretty much what I what I'm gonna start doing now man there you go yeah I don't know if you can hear my dad or not. My dad rode over with me, but he just now came in. Oh, hello there, uh, Beef Senior or Mr. Beef. Call him he, Mr. He left now. He walked in and he was just jabbering away. And then I kind of had to like, <laughs> dad. Shushing your dad. There you go. That's, yeah. that's power there. That's power. <laughs> So other than your uh, tonight and then next week, what is your, is your calendar pretty full then? Or do you have other things on the, uh, you wanted to try or where are you going with this? So, so the guaranteed stuff is uh, stops next week, but there have been inquiries. Um, one was for Alan and I, I haven't heard back that in first December. Um, then I just got on the way over here. I just got another message yesterday about a Christmas show um, back in Montana on the Flathead Res. And so, you know, I kind of shot them all the, you know, all the stuff, all the details, mm-hmm. price, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, just waiting to hear back. Um, but yeah, I'm at, I'm at like, uh, I'm at a point in my, my, in this career where it's like like i do man i have a i have a set price and it's it's i kind of don't because like in the beginning it would uh there was a time where like i never made 500 dollars doing stand-up comedy like that was like i never holy cow that was a huge payday you know and Mm -hmm. so i would kind of i didn't know how to negotiate that and i think that's the you know that's the thing with a lot of native comedians where like they have to be their own agent and they have to negotiate and they have to like do all of this stuff. And so I've been doing this for about 10 years now, since 2011, I've been doing this and uh, I'm just, I'm just at a point now where it's like, look, here's my price. You can take it or leave it. Um, you know, and that's what it is. Like, I don't feel like a loss if they, if they say, Oh, well, we only have this much in our budget. And, you know, especially you know, traveling, because basically what you're asking for is, is your time, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, that's what, what's your time worth to you yeah. to come over here and do this. And for me, that, that's time away from my kids, my, my wife, you know, my family, this is what it's worth to me. And if not, then it's like, well, you know, uh, 
is what it is. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it's a loss or anything. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at. Uh, so those are the two guaranteed things. And, and honestly, I'll keep, I'll keep doing this as long as they keep calling that. Um, I'd eventually like to, like to like hit a tour, like, uh, like even of, uh, like clubs, you know, like CD clubs, man, start, start getting, I don't know if main street, what you want to call it, but you know, uh, you know, start getting out there, like, like outside of the, the, you know, normal Indian country where we stay, um, you know, get outside of that, man. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the dream there, man. But it's kind of, I think that's, um, you know, with the reservation dogs and, um, Rutherford falls, you know, kind of flashing a light on uh, the indigenous comedy scene, you know, that could be a, the, the next big thing, you know, a uh, producer could probably put together a show and just uh, throw us out there and hopefully, you know, something comes of that. And it's just, uh, I think we're, we're on the verge, you know, native comedians are just uh, knocking on the door, ready to kick that fucker down and just take over and, uh, just be pure savages on the street and uh, the stage and take over the country. And, but you know, that's just, that's just my dream, you know, cause, cause if I get out there, man, I, if I was younger, when I started this, you know, I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have lasted very long, man. Cause I'm just a hell raising young, dumb kid and didn't know anything. But now that I'm older and wiser, well, not wiser, but you know, a little bit, a little long in the tooth. I got a little knowledge now. So I think, uh, I think I'll be. I think I'm ready for the fame and stuff now. So if they want to throw it my way, I'll behave myself. You know, that's just. Uh, that's just. I think I'm ready. I'm. I think I'm a full grown man now. Even though I'm 45 years old, I, I still. My wife says I act like 16, but whatever. Yeah, man. I no, I agree. I think uh, you know, natives breaking into the mainstream. It's 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 becoming more of the. You know, it's happening more and more as as opposed to shoot even even 10 years ago man you know like uh the only the only natives that were mainstream coming up were like you know when um when charlie hill and uh von eagle bear and uh, jr redwater they all had that thing on showtime you know and uh that was kind of really the only like mainstream mainstream thing that you've seen um you know it wasn't wasn't too far uh I mean, I mean, you kind of had to search for that, for that yeah. Indian, Indian comedy, you know, um, but yeah, I think it's happening more and more, you know, you had those guys did that Amazon thing. Did you, did you get called out for that? that yep. uh, First Nations? Yeah, yeah, yep. you were, and uh, they had a whole, what, like 10 seasons, or not seasons, but what do you call those? Uh, 13 episodes. episodes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, now you got reservation dogs and, you know, so it's like, it's, it's probably not going to happen overnight, you know, no. but like, you know, it's, it's, it's going toward that way. Like, Oh shit. Natives are here, man. And, and they're funny. Like, like, look at this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just a matter of time, you know, maybe uh, I would be a little too old when it happens, but shit, I'll be happy to see a bunch of little, little, uh, little Indian boys and girls out there having fun, you know, talking shit and, you know, just, sharing their stories because a lot of us growing up man it seems like where i grew up it's kind of uh, a lot of things were done in the shadows and it's kind of uh something that uh, the community doesn't want to be brought up but 
I, I mentioned things I probably shouldn't be mentioned and I'm usually getting in trouble, but a lot of people think it's funny. So, you know, just making, making funny of our, making fun of our, a lot of our, um, not historical traumas, but you know, shit that we witnessed that we weren't supposed to witness, you know, it's, but it's what made us, us, you know, for sure, man. No, I get, I get some of that. Uh, I get some of that flack too, you know, about like, uh, you know, I've been criticized even about like, this guy is not even funny. All he does is rag on Indians. All he does is this and that. And it's like, well, there's two ways of looking at that. You know, it's like, uh, number one, like I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, you know, and I don't, I don't try to be like, I try to, you know, I just, I am who I am. And it's, uh, if it's not for you, well, not everyone watches Fox news because, you know, they just, they don't like it. Not everyone watches, you know, and I'm not, I'm not asking for everyone's approval. I just like, it is what it is. I am who I am. Um, and for as many people that have that point of view and, and would say that, there's probably an equal number of people who, who would support me and say, well, that's not what he's doing. You know, this is what he's doing. Um, so it's kind of depends on how you frame it too. Yeah. I, I run into so much of that around here. It's kind of hard to be booked and it's hard to be, uh, you know, get any, get any spotlight around here unless you play basketball or you're, uh, you know, just play basketball, I suppose. But yeah, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of these kids are going to college and graduating and, you know, we need shed more light on that too. You know, a lot of things like creativity, they're, you know, they're using their brains in, a, in the right way. You know, got to, you know, give them some spotlight too. And it's just because we, we play sports and it just, uh, growing up on the reservation is so much more different than anywhere else. You know, there, there's a certain, you know, like, you know, got to watch what we say because, offend elders and i've been i don't know how many times i've been people say that about me it just it's it's not it's it's more like um don't be mad at me because you guys are the ones that raised me this is i'm the reason the reason i'm like this is because of you guys you know because of my environment and a lot of people don't want to admit that so these kids got a lot these kids got a lot of uh thing a lot of obstacles to go through to uh to be successful man yeah, for sure, man. For sure. All right, man. I think uh, we'll let you get ready, let you go through your notes and uh, good break a leg tonight. I'm going to try and make, I should make it down there. You know, I want to, I want to see that room packed with a bunch of little brown faces. And I know you guys are going to bring it and you guys always put on a good show and a huge fan of yours and Tanya and Rob's. And it's going to be a, going to be a good night in Indian country in the, on the Leech Lake res, man. So, uh, Break a leg, brother. All right, man. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, hopefully we'll see you this evening. All right, man. Later. All right. No shot.